welcome back to another episode. I am your host Tolu, and today I've got uh, I've got Kusai in the building. Cause how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Yo, man, I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Back again with internet. Yo, you don't understand. Like, last game week, I didn't have internet. And, man, my, my game was a shambles. Yo, Dave, I've got Dave in the building as well. Dave, how are you doing? Yo, man. Yo, man. Back, back, back again. Back again. And honestly, it's one of those things. FPL, FPL is going to be FPL. You know how it is. So, it is what it is. Um, uh, last game week uh, was an interesting one. I think... Um, at least I'll start from myself. I knew, you know, the funny thing is, I knew uh, that West, I'm sorry, Manchester City was going to do Manchester City stuff, and I was powerless yeah. to buy anybody. I was just like, I know these guys are going to wreck these guys, but I can't buy them, and that was the most painful piece because I was recommending to everybody to Captain KDB, and I was like, oh, yeah, 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 like KDB was the captain of choice for last week. Like it was just KDB. There was nowhere else to go. Yeah, for whatever reason, I didn't feel that poor. I mean, yeah. Yeah, cause how you how was your own game week though? Uh, it was. I did play my wild card. Wild. Okay. Yeah, I felt that I was kind of playing. Fair enough. My Fair team enough. was kind of. I was kind of losing team. Mm-hmm. And uh, all my defenders were messing up. My midfielder, that dealer, that was not playing. And Wilson, that was not playing. Mm. And I just thought that was the pull the trigger. I pulled the trigger, and uh, my week was okay. Yeah. I didn't get KDB on. Bruh. I decided my premium was going to be Salah and Bruno. Fair enough. And he both, both scored. Yeah. Or something like that. So it was it was uh, okay premium, but I think I think KDB, KD, KDB might be key. I Bro, I, I don't know how you use wildcard. I know bringing KDB, man. That, that just seems to be like a... <laughs> that's dangerous play you're playing. That's a rough play. So you say what? <laughs> You know, man. Yeah, I mean that is what it is, right? Like when when you look at the players that are providing the points this year, you have to look at the midfield. Quite frankly, um, you know, obviously Bruno doing his thing as usual. Literally, since he's joined the league, like Bruno has just come through like normal. Uh, you look at Salah. Salah is just doing Salah things like normal. Um, it's just when he doesn't play because of COVID, then obviously there's there's drama. But in yeah. general, Salah mm-hmm. is, is usually going to do his thing. You've got Son, who's like just being miraculous. Um, <laughs> you man. He got he gets a lot. Yeah. That's how yeah. that's how son is. That's how son is. Once he scores, he scores a lot for sure. Um, I remember we were talking about that too, uh Tondo. We were saying how he's some either gets two or like eleven but he doesn't, he doesn't he do doesn't half. Do 
He won't do assist. He won't do like, okay, I'm just going to assist and go away. <laughs> he has to either score a lot or just nothing at all. So there's that. Um, but yeah, so we'll quickly just run through this guy's team. So Kosa's team is named Obame Watt. So you can tell that this man is an Arsenal fan. And in, <laughs> in general, I feel their pain. I remember seeing this team in the season and I'm like, Okay, so this name, what is trying to what is trying to do with this name? Like are you yeah. trying to say that you know what's the point of Obama or are you trying to say uh, you know I'm gonna have Obama here and go my team? And then I looked at the team and then I didn't see Obama and I'm like, like, so oh, where's your Obama? Yeah, I had I had Obama for the first first three weeks. I was I'm but I watch every game. Yeah. And I knew and I knew this guy was just it's not his fault. Yeah. I I I don't want to blame myself. I love it. I love it. I love seeing Arsenal fans that are not like blindly passionate. They're just like, yeah, you know what? These Arsenal guys ain't it this year. So I'll do, I'm going to do the needful for my own points. So, yeah. So it's good. Um, So quickly, just last week, obviously my man wildcard it. So in goal, he's got McCarthy, uh, got two points. Uh, Lamptey got one point. Uh, Justin from Leicester, which I'm disappointed that Leicester couldn't keep a clean sheet, but it is what it is. Uh, especially against Sheffield. Um, so it was two points there. James from Chelsea uh, with five points. Suchek with eight, which uh, actually looking at the bottom was actually lucky for you because he was on the bench. <laughs> My man is beating his chest because you can't see him. <laughs> My boy, man. Uh, uh, Salah, of course, with 14. Uh, Bruno Fernandez with six. Uh, Ademola Lukman with two. Uh, Harry Kane with 24 as his captain. Uh Adams with two and Calvert-Lewin rounding out with six. On the bench, he's got Melee Walker, Bellerin and uh, Jack Grealish. So a decent week with uh, 72 points. Um, interesting choice of players with a, with a wild card, but I mean, I respect it. It's above, it's above me. Anything that's above me, I have to respect. What just caught my attention is the fact that this Lukman's first name is Adimola. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. Like I've never heard the full name. Like this was Yoruba boy. Okay? Yeah, he's a Yoruba man. He's a Yoruba man. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, but that's that's where he's at. Um, obviously we will look at Dave. I think Dave is right above him actually, with like four points gap or something like that. So Dave uh, got uh, sixty-eight. So right above the average of the game week for sixty-two. Uh, he's got Melier in goal. Justin as well in defense, two points. Uh, Chilwa with two. Diaz with six. Son with 13, Ziek who got injured uh, with one, uh, he has a hamstring injury, expected back on um, Boxing Day. Jota, who uh, surprisingly did not start. And then Fernandez with six. Uh, Vardy as his captain with 16, Harry Kane with 12, and Carvet Lewin with six. Uh, on the bench, Nyland, uh, Harrison, Mitchell, and uh, Lewis to round out. So, Seven, uh, 68 points for the game week. You know, surprisingly, one of the things I noticed about Dave, Dave's uh, team plays currently in Cameroon. I think you mistakenly put Cameroon into Canada. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, bro, I, I saw that early in the season and I was just thinking, I can't, I can't be stressed. Yeah. I, I also saw that uh, the national ranking yeah. in Cameroon is easier to be tough. Yeah. So like, yo, I just saved this American guy. This guy is taking a look at Look at this guy. He's just this guy. He's just this guy. Take a look at Javier Cameron when he's never there. Look at this guy. Yeah, probably. It doesn't seem like he's in Cameroon. So guys are just using 
random countries now, but I guess that's what it is. Yeah, for next year, I want one small country. Uh, and then, of course, there's me. Uh, I had 67 points. Uh, I think I, I'm not even sure what's going on with my team currently. I feel like, obviously, when you have to recover from a bad game week, you have to start doing drastic things. And I feel like that's part of what is now like ruining my team but anyways beside the point uh melee in goal with three points uh kufal from west ham with one scott dan that i just brought in because uh aston villa didn't play actually didn't play as well zuma with eight four niles with two salah with 14 my captain bruno fernandez with 12 captain him for the first time like jesus christ anyways uh Ziyech with one i went against like i went against my principles in general, where like I actually give my armband to a Manchester United human being, I do not rate Manchester United human beings at all. Like these Manchester United boys, I don't understand what they are doing sometimes. Like they will play absolute garbage and then get like 15 points. Again, this is Bruno specifically because obviously he plays the penalties. And so I was like, okay, Tolu, you have to do the needful. This is like it's points FC, right? Like ignore any principle, this is about points. And then this guy didn't start. Of course, he still came on and impacted the game, which was great and wonderful. And like, it shows how important it is to Manchester United. But going against my own principle for these Man U human beings, I don't think I'm doing that again. Like, this is, that's the end for me. Like, I would rather just captain, like, I don't know, I'd rather than captain my goalkeeper before captaining Bruno again. I think anybody in my... I'm done. To be fair, you know, Fernandez was top three when captain Yeah, certainly. And to be honest, the fact that I didn't start made it be different. No one saw that coming. Mm-hmm. So, as I understand, um, personally, I've only captain Fernandez once this season. Mm-hmm. And it kind of worked out. Uh, I literally don't, I just really like the idea of captain Fernandez overall because I don't know, just an entertainment talent because he's not a guy that's always trying to score, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, Ultimately, that's who you want to have a couple of times. Uh, but I, you can't sleep on the fact that this guy is a serial point ender. Yeah. He can't be the lose now, so... Uh, I mean, yeah. it is what I it is. Him. Yeah, go ahead. I, I love to hit my youth, but I was only a game for people I love. <laughs> <laughs> everything, everything in my youth has to do that guy, man. Mm-hmm. Yep, everything. for everybody isn't that a dream for everybody you want to have all those guys but it's funny because I, I think I'm probably going to do that actually so currently I'm, I've am i got Bruno and Salah so now I don't miss I find a way to get uh, uh, KDB and Son so that's my current project but we'll see how that oh I can actually I think you can have all four of them I actually can with Kane yeah 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 I can actually it's just that obviously, yeah, I, I'm actually in the process, like, when I look at it, I actually technically can. So, it's, it's, it's my, that's my current project, quite frankly. And I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be honest about that. That's my project with this one. Especially because if you look at the game weeks to come, um, especially with the Christmas break, 
it is straight up those guys that are going to play. Well, not Christmas break. Um, but like for us, it's Christmas break. But for them, like there are three games back to back over the Christmas uh, season. So it is a very uh, interesting. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, it's a very interesting situation we find ourselves where a lot of players are going to play over the Christmas holiday. Um, when I look mm-hmm. at Jota, who didn't play, who didn't start, I feel like part of it was because of um, Champions League and they wanted to start rotating players. Yeah. So yeah. he will probably play over the Christmas holiday. So now is a good time to obviously stack up your bench if you don't have a good bench because some players will yeah. be left out. Yeah, so it's a good, it's a good time. So Ings is a good uh, pickup for you, actually. I agree. I was going to say about Jota. Uh, Jota, to be honest, I wasn't super surprised he was the best last week. Mm-hmm. I think he still has, like right now, the way the is still up. I, I think at, at any point in time, Jota can actually be at the best. Mm-hmm. Because the same for um, you know, Hooker obviously likes a lot. I'm a huge part of success. And we know that Jota is a strong three player. Mm. If you're playing Jota any position that is not in the front three, we know that you know you don't have him in the first position. Mm. So um, at any point and then Jota will be on the bench. Uh, mm. so that's something that could happen. And to be honest, I don't see him in my team long term because of that person. I think I'm going back to Salah and I'm finding a way to keep that middle. Yeah, I, I have Salah and uh, looking at the Fulham game, I'm a little concerned that um, they might bring Jota back. So I think I'll probably bring Jota in for that game, just for that game, just to see. Um, yeah, because I, I feel like Fulham is is a game that Liverpool is just going to smash them out of the park again. Yeah, I feel like it's just it's not it's not going to end well. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's not going to end well. They have, they have They've actually improved in, defensively, actually. Um, but I just feel like in general, like when you're playing Liverpool, unless you are going to in, like introduce us to a really huge shock, like obviously uh, Aston Villa did. In general, Liverpool is a good bet. It's really going forward. Like, I'm not worried. I'm like Liverpool's defense can you know be shaky actually now, but attacking wise, Liverpool is is on it, and I think that's probably what is going to happen with that game. All right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, looking forward to the game week uh, that starts on Friday. Uh, the game starts with Leeds against West Ham. Um, interesting thing was. Um, Marco Bielsa already released his uh, starting eleven. Actually, he released it as earlier. Yeah, 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 they were asking him in a press conference. Um, 
Are you going to surprise West Ham with um, your selection? Do you think these guys will be? Just said no. Here's my starting eleven. I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, this guy, this guy doesn't fear anybody. This Marco Bielsa guy does evil. He's never afraid. Just released his entire starting eleven. So if you want to find it, you can go to like Gary Lineker's Twitter. Like literally, there's a video there of it posted of like Marco Bielsa telling you exactly who is going to start. Obviously, Bamford is going to start. So that one is there if you are looking for anybody to put in your team. Uh, so Leeds against West Ham, uh, the first game, we've got Wolves against Aston Villa. I think Aston Villa should win personally because I don't think um, Wolves have any attacking threats anymore now that they don't have uh, Jimenez anymore and due to injury. Yeah. But uh, I don't know, but he had a fractured skull, so that would essentially be a long time. Yeah, it's a pretty bad injury. It's Yeah. I gave up. I finally gave up on, on uh, Bamford. I'm tired. On Bamford? Yeah, I'm tired. Why? What happened? Like, because I'm tired. You know, I have, I have, I have found an excuse not to have this guy. I mistakenly got out for him. Yeah. And it's just, every time I watch this, he's literally key. They are playing the ball to get to him. That's all they're doing. Yeah. Harrison is one way. Um, you have uh, Costa on the other wing, or you know, depending on how they set up. Yeah, the entire game plan is to channel the ball down the center somehow. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one way or the other, this guy is always going to have a push out of the ball, and these is generally good attacking teams. So, I'm just like, you know what? That's it. And I got him in, and hopefully, he doesn't decide to now. Oh, I see. Also, you, you brought him in. Yeah, the week I <laughs> of course, of course, of course. That's that's FPL. That's FPL, man. That's classic. That's classic. So it is what it is. Um. So obviously, Dave's transfer for the game week is Bamford. If if you're not adding any other player, just FYI. Um. Bamford is Salah. Dope. Dope. Okay. That's interesting. Because are you making any interesting transfer announcements? Interesting. Okay. Now, I want to say so I have two transfers. You see the FBO goes, yo, I, I don't know how you guys do that stuff, man. Like, <laughs> I, it's so difficult for me to make your transfer. I try so hard. Yeah. And then Friday night. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> that's to make this transfer, man. Well, I need to do this transfer to my team more. I feel like, even though I'm generally consistent, mm-hmm. um, you know, I can get better by holding off sometimes. And I just always feel like, you know, like there's always something that we should do. There's always a decision that can be crucial. Mm-hmm. I'm never able to just, uh, you know, just hold off. Uh, you know, I'm trying. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, the, the the patience part of the of the game is also another component that everyone has to watch out for. So it's it's one of those yeah. things. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, going forward with all the other games to, to watch for um, Wolves Aston Villa Newcastle against West Brom I think this is a good game to captain um, Cal, um, Callum Wilson in uh, just personally I think Callum Wilson is going to bang in this game um, that's just my view and maybe in a separate conversation we'll look at stats around Callum Wilson but Callum Wilson quite frankly is just the man for Newcastle uh, plays the penalties as well everything flows through him without him they are just essentially done uh, up front uh, Manchester United mm-hmm. against Manchester City. Um, that game will be a riot because, quite frankly, 
Yeah, game of the week, quite frankly. Yeah, game of the week. Um, Manchester United with Bruno um, playing KDB. I think KDB is is back on it again, and Man City is is uh, is now back fully, fully. So I think Man City is probably going to take it to them at home. But again, you never know. It's Man U at home. Uh, Everton playing Chelsea. Everton, actually, funny enough, Everton's defense is probably one of the worst in the league uh, from a stats perspective. We're not talking about like goals actually conceded. We're talking about like shots conceded. We're talking about expected goals uh, uh, conceded. Everton wow. is one of the worst in the league, actually. I'm not gonna lie. They, they, right from the beginning, they, I really, I sincerely thought Everton was gonna be better defensively. I remember I was saying something along the lines of, "Now they have the Kure, mm-hmm. they have Alan, you know, um, these guys are gonna and Virgilio, they can just kind of help them out in the midfield to keep the ball and you know, just kind of solidify." Uh, the defense, but I was completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Right from Google, I realized that Asalotti is not trying to play any sort of conservative football going with everything. Mm-hmm. He's just out there trying to score. Yep. So I kind of I, uh, struggled without Richardson because, you know, it, there was no really a, a fundamental defense to get down to rely on, you know. Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know. You know how you can just uh, grind out games. Certainly. You know, the way Wolves do, like the one zero kind of win, or um, yeah, you know, the way Aston Villa did at one point. Yeah. Uh, this guy can do that. You know, if they're not beating you, you don't know how to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah, like it's it's actually pretty bad. Like uh, in terms of expected goals against, uh, the worst in the league is West Brom. This is expected goals against, like people to score them, the expectation. Um, expected goals against is West Brom, Leeds, Fulham, Sheffield, and Everton. That's expected goals to be scored against in terms of quality of chances that they've conceded. So quite frankly, Everton is equally as, like is essentially as bad as Sheffield, Fulham, and Leeds in terms of goals against. Of course, goals to Calvin Lewin doesn't defend though. He is. However, so now the flip side is expected goals to score, right? Expected goals to score. The top three, Liverpool, Chelsea, Everton. (laughs) So when you look at it, when you look at it in that in that way, Everton can score, but they are also terrible defensively. So that's kind of what it is when you look at it in that way. Yeah, exactly. Everything is a lot of shootout games. Straight up is what it is. So, um, and they're even ahead of Leicester and Manchester City. So that gives you a sense of how well they are playing going forward. Um, yeah. Personally, I might sell him because I feel like in terms of value, he's he's maxed in terms of value. I think. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna sell him because he's got Chelsea and Leicester to come, and then Arsenal. And at 61.2% ownership, I don't think anybody that doesn't have him already is going to buy him. So, so I would potentially sell him for like a Bamford who can still score at the same clip, quote unquote. Bamford gets the same amount of chances, but Bamford is just wasteful. Yeah. Um, so I would probably bring in like a Bamford for him, use the 1.5. If you're interested in Bamford for him, that's Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, this guy, his price is not 8.0. Like, he has gone a four from seven all the way to eight. So, quite frankly, I, I mean, he has yeah. given me all full value yeah. for his price. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not doing yeah. Higher. 
So um, aside from the Everton-Chelsea game, um, obviously Ziyech is not available. He's no longer available till at least Boxing Day in terms of injury status. Uh, something to look out for when Chelsea. Uh, but Olivier Giroud, by the way, is on form if anybody wants to take a punt. Just FYI. Yeah, former Arsenal boy, how are you feeling about him? Because <laughs> <laughs> he was giving you everything, have you? Yo. That guy is a fool, man. Yep, that's the feeling. That's the feeling of all our Arsenal fans. But. Yeah, yeah, let's let, let leave Jury alone. Let's leave Jury alone. On to the next game. Uh, Southampton against Sheffield. Uh, as I already said initially, Sheffield is one of the worst uh, defences in the league. They are still the only team that has not kept one clean sheet this season. Uh, yeah, so part of it is Henderson and I believe uh, Basham or someone, there was someone that was influential that they lost to start the season. Um, but a lot of it is also Henderson for the most part. Like they were conceding more or less the same amount of shots, if I remember correctly. And uh, Henderson just had better saves. Ramsdale is no Henderson. That's just the truth of the matter. And I feel like Henderson also helped organize the defense a little better than Ramsdale does currently. So that's where that's from. Uh, aside from that now, onto the next game, we've got uh, Crystal Palace against Spurs. Zaha came back two goals and an assist. Man, like the boy was on fire. We won't lie, like dangerous. Um, yeah, as and Spurs themselves are on fire. Like Son hung this Leno guy. I felt so bad for him. I was like, yo, I don't know why Spurs are angry, but oh my, <laughs> oh my, oh my. Honestly. Easily. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> yeah. It, it is what it is, bro. Like, you have to get used to it, man. Spurs are the team now. They're they the, they the team in, in form. So, and they, they can probably go for the league. I don't know how you feel about watching Spurs lift the title before Arsenal is a red mm-hmm. team again, but get ready, my G. Get ready, me. Yeah, you get right. I've been watching some uh, analysis videos about Spurs. Mm-hmm. And there's one, there's one big thing that can separate them this season from. Uh, the seasons where they just not meant to get over the hump, and that is the fact that they have this this uh, set of results away from the home that is consistent with Mourinho's philosophy mm-hmm. about you know just don't lose away. Yep. And when they when they come when they come to your home, that's to the big thing you know, or anything that that can 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 compete with that. When they come to your home, you. You win or draw. Yeah. But when you go to the other you don't lose. Yep. That's it. And it's been consistent so far this season. So yeah. Yeah, I think Spurs Spurs is deadly the, the team to beat. Like uh, right now, I think they're tied with Liverpool for points. Uh, seven wins, three draws, one loss uh, for both Tottenham and Liverpool. So it's going to be essentially for me this season between the two of them. I think Liverpool just has too much firepower. That's just the truth. But Tottenham just has yeah. the ability to find ways to win currently. Um, yeah. So we'll see how that all ties together. Speaking of Liverpool, their game is against Fulham away. So Fulham away is the next game for Liverpool. Uh, Salah is probably the guy to captain if you are considering captain. Um, Salah, Salah is just on fire. Yeah, Salah. Yeah. 
Yeah, Salah is the guy. Like, it, it doesn't matter. You just captain Salah and leave it alone. Um, Arsenal against Burnley. Um, Arsenal is struggling to score. Struggling to score. Um, man, uh, where is Arsenal on the... Uh, yeah, so Arsenal in terms of expected goals to score is close to the bottom, tied with... That's uh, as just as bad as Wolves. So it's West Brom. West Brom at, at the bottom. So West Brom is just the worst attacking team. Followed by Burnley, Newcastle, Wolves, and Arsenal. So Arsenal is the fifth worst for ability to score currently. Um, I don't think I've ever seen never seen Arsenal this bad in terms of scoring before. It's ridiculous. I actually don't know what's going on because Arteta's first two games against Mayu and Chelsea, mm-hmm. the way Arsenal played, I was like, God, we are found in this guy. <laughs> you thought... As you said, this game is the, the most likely of all of them to end 0-0. Um, obviously, both Burnley and Arsenal are terrible in terms of scoring, and they are both very good defensively. So in terms of uh, best defenses from a statistical perspective, Burnley is number six. Uh, that's behind Chelsea, Aston Villa, Manchester City, Tottenham, Brighton, and Burnley. Uh, then followed closely by Newcastle and then Arsenal. So Arsenal is actually better defensively than uh, Liverpool currently, West Ham, Wolves, and all the other teams that follow behind them, just from an expected uh, goal against. Of course, Arsenal has considered worse goals than they expected against, but um, from an expect from a stats perspective, in terms of what they should be conceding, um, Arsenal is actually doing quite well. So that game should probably end 0-0 because both teams don't know how to score. But you never know. Maybe Arsenal will find their magic all of a sudden. And then the last, <laughs> then the last game of the game week uh, would be Leicester against Brighton. Um, fun fact: uh, Jamie Vardy has still only scored one goal at home all season. All his other goals are away. So, Jamie Vardy is such a like apart from the season when uh, they won the league and he was absolutely. You know, links to value for money just because he wasn't priced at 10 at that time mm. and he was scoring almost every week. Apart from that, season, Jimmy Body is a, just been a very interesting striker to own. Personally, mm-hmm. right now, I'm giving up on him. I'm done. I'm done with him. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done because that money, uh, well, it comforted me to know that I was switching from him to Bound for it. But I, that money is leading in my opinion because, yeah, he's going to do his thing. He can go for a hatching tomorrow mm-hmm. or, you know, maybe for There's a thing about his consistency and his start. You mm-hmm. know, like, he will score, but is he worth 10 million this year? He's he is not because of the way Leicester play. Um, because he's really playing on the shoulder of uh, defenders and always running into space. Um, when you're playing away, you have that space to do that, and that fits his style because you're away from home. When you're at home, where you have to go on the offensive to break people down, Vardy isn't as uh, effective, and so as a result, at home he struggles. Um, and that just continues to show in the stats. So, quite frankly, at home, do not bet on Vardy. If you can sell him, of course, go for it. But um, quite frankly, if you want to hold and stick with him, 
certainly you can do that. So with that, we're going to round off this episode. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining me. Um, Good luck in your game weeks. Um, Good luck with your captaincy choices as well. I will see you guys again. I am a G. (laughs) (laughs) See you there as well. Bye, guys. Peace.